0: This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. And a pleasure to be joined right now by Jalen Griffiths, who's a Vice President at NASDAQ. Jalen, great to have you with us for a few moments.
1: Thank you for having me, Dan. Love to see you.
0: Thank you. So what does this month, Women's History Month, mean to you both personally and professionally?
1: For me, Women's History Month reinforces the work that we do at NASDAQ in terms of making the investment community more inclusive and striving for gender parity, whether that is in career progression, pay or access. I look back at my career and there were definitely defining moments where the scales were kind of unfairly tipped. and I would get so frustrated by it. And you know what really helped me and what I'm so grateful for now really was strong female role models who I now aspire to, but they really helped me navigate those situations and figure out how to handle them and handle myself through them. You know, I try and pay that forward now, whether as a manager or a mentor myself, and in the work that we do with so many amazing organizations who are each in their own way working to address gender inequality. It's like, I think Women's History Month really gives us a great moment to shine a light on those stories and those strong voices to, I hope, inspire people to do more and get more involved.
0: One of the areas seemingly that uh, NASDAQ focuses on Uh, a bit. It's kind of a rising tide lifts all boats mentality uh, in trying to prove everyone's economic landscape. How are you trying to tackle that? And and how do you think it's going so far?
1: So our purpose is an extension of our strategy to advance economic progress for all. And it's not new to NASDAQ, but certainly the events in 2020 were a moment that gave us an opportunity to re-articulate why we do what we do at NASDAQ. And refining it to advancing economic progress for all allows us to tie together the work that we do as an organization strategically with the impact we have and that we're trying to have and want to have on our communities so that purpose that you know that inc- improving the economic landscape allows us to take our products reimagine how they can be used and make some work for more people in the world you know nasdaq is a, a unique juncture at the center of kind of capital markets and technology and our hope is by making the markets more accessible to more people that we're helping them build a better future for themselves and create new businesses and opportunities and you know you can see that in the work the foundation and the entrepreneurial center are doing but you can also see it across nasdaq as a whole you can see it through the work that we do on anti-financial crime you know our efforts around board diversity and then the financial literacy program that our european markets team are spearheading in each of their reason, regions. And it also comes alive through the Good Works program, which, you know, that's our volunteering and matching program. And our NASDAQ employees are really engaged in it. And they want to support either the work that's done in their own local communities, or the work that we're doing and the efforts we're supporting at a global level. You know, they're really so generous with their time and their funds.
0: How do you focus then on, from the investing perspective on sending out that message that the path to being investor is one that's really available for everyone right
1: now? The foundation has a program called The New Investor. And within that, we've got two efforts that raise that awareness. There's the Invest Her Power Series, which is a series of events that are designed to spotlight inspiring Black and Latina women founders and investors explore their investing journeys, learn the mechanics of like how valuations happen, how to build portfolios, and hopefully, ultimately, inspire future investors through these role models. You know, we've held two so far, Dan, and they were really well attended and just they offer great insights. And the conversation around the room was extremely compelling. And we're hoping to plan and you know, hold a few more of those in different cities across the country. We've also got this series called the Thrive series, which is a combination of interactive webinars, online education, and specifically community activations. And Thrive convenes financial professionals, influencers, you know, and entrepreneurs, and they make financial education accessible for millions of people with the hope of helping them then build intergenerational wealth. And then within the NASDAQ business itself, there's that financial literacy program I mentioned that's run by the European markets team. That's keeping retail investors engaged and hopefully attracting a new generation of investors there, too. And the way they are doing that and, of course, advancing economic progress for all our purpose is engaging in. Partnerships with local associations, local nonprofits in their regions, and they're offering educational programs that cover all aspects of investing, like what the markets are, technology, crypto, derivatives, all of that kind of stuff.
0: Well, that component of of, uh, financial literacy is something we've talked about a lot uh, on our show uh, over the course of many years. We talk about it from a variety of different perspectives. You just touched on it that I think we focus on it a lot as a United States issue. But realistically, it is a global one yeah. where it can, it gives the opportunity to be able to raise these opportunities in other countries around the globe
1: as well. Very much does so. And NASDAQ is a global organization. And that is why you can see that engagement across, you know, our regions where they're thinking, okay, how do we apply that to our region specifically? It is not a one size fits all, but the need is there across, you know, across the globe. So, you know, by by working it through, understanding who the right target audience is, who is the underrepresented in their area and what do they need and how do we attract that level of of financial literacy and who are the best people to work with to help bring that to life. Then you add in NASDAQ's expertise and knowledge and our, our people. And together we're trying to create those meaningful programs around the world.
0: So talk a little bit about that, that component of, of working with other organizations to advance a lot of these efforts, because it's, it's one thing to put, obviously the, 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 the power of NASDAQ behind it. But as you alluded to, there are so many other businesses that are out there that can be able to give and assist and, and advance these efforts as well.
1: Very much. Yeah, and that's kind of when you see th- see the thinking through that, how we partner with other organizations, um, that really allows us to address the different aspects of the challenge that we have to deal with. You know, we conducted research 18 months ago in association with the Aspen Institute and Commonwealth. And it was looking at how to build a framework for inclusive investing. And it looked at how driving stock market participation helped close the wealth gap for women of color. And specifically, it identified where the areas of opportunity could be to make an impact and affect change. And then you fast forward to the foundation's new investor program. It was informed by that research and it focuses on two of those areas, the role of investor identity and the role that market access can play in you know, improving and driving financial literacy and advancing economic progress for all on what that looks like. So the initiative itself tests multiple approaches to creating a stronger investor identity for underrepresented communities. You know, we've already talked about the Invest Her Power Series. We partner with Digital Undivided to do that. And the Thrive Program, we partner with black and brown founders and My Money, My Future to do that. So it's at the benefit of those partnerships. And then there's a third prong of that current approach the new investor, and that's a continued partnership with Commonwealth, this time an initiative called Transforming Investor Identity. That's a national activation that will engage Black and Latina beginner investors to document their appetite for capital market participation with the goal of producing new data and new insights about really how best to serve first-time investors more sustainably.
0: And I understand you're also doing work around entrepreneurial education as well.
1: We sure are. So the NASDAQ Entrepreneurial Center was established in 2014 with the support from the NASDAQ Educational Foundation. Um, the center is doing, does amazing work, and it brings together a coalition of nonprofits, universities, corporations, and capital allocators to support underrepresented entrepreneurs in two fronts. It offers free educational incubator and mentorship focused programming and resources to more than 75,000 entrepreneurs to date. And in the last year alone, that programming has reached entrepreneurs in over 111 countries. Going back to the the comment we made earlier that this is a global consideration. And of those entrepreneurs, 69% of them were women and 70% are entrepreneurs of color. The center also drives research that identifies the obstacles and solutions to achieving equitable entrepreneurship so in terms of that research the center's got a, you know a partnership with wells fargo foundation penn state university and the fair play workplace that looks at the role of pay ownership and valuation disparities in the gender wealth gap which i thought that's pretty timely to mention this month in particular
0: yeah
1: um, and there's also the venture equity project it's a first of its kind two-year coalition across 10 leading academic institutions and global nonprofits. So the work they're doing really kind of tackles and supports entrepreneurs in many, many ways, Rhyme a great foundation to go forward.
0: Jalen, uh, thank you very much for giving us a few moments on, on all of these efforts that you're doing with the NASDAQ Foundation. All the best and we will stay in touch.
1: Thanks for having me, Dan.
0: Thank you, Jalen Griffiths, Vice President at NASDAQ.